Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Inner Path Podcast. I'm your host, Bia, and as always, I'm really, really excited to be here. So in case you don't know, I just got back to Portugal. I spent three months in Italy, more specifically Venice, and I'm really happy that I'm back. I also really miss Venice already because uh, it was probably one of the best experiences that I've ever had. I feel like I'm much richer now um, after having that experience and living in that place for three months. And also, like, I just... It was so breathtaking. The entire experience, but also the city. And I fell in love with Italy all over again, as I always do every time I come back. Um, and it was really impactful to me. More impactful than I ever expected it to be. And I'm so grateful for all of it. And coming back home has been good, but also it felt really weird. And it made me realize that I actually don't want to live here. <laughs> that I think I want to live a little bit further away from a main city. Because here I live like literally in the center of Lisbon. There's so much going on. There's so many cars and there's hospitals and ambulances and airplanes. And it's so much, you know, so much noise visually too like there's just so much going on so much pollution like i thought i before i i went to italy i thought that when i opened my window every morning in this house i would get fresh air but now i can smell the fucking pollution <laughs> after spending like you know three months in a place that doesn't have cars only has boats and and like it doesn't have that that much going on I know what a fresh air feels like and I'm sure that there's places with even fresher air but basically after being there I just I really realized that you know that connection to a place that is more peaceful more quiet and that has more space and that is more connected to nature that is very important for me and I mean there's a reason why my dream house is near the beach and is a, a little bit more isolated than per se you know living in a city in an apartment my house is not an apartment the dream house that i've envisioned it's you know it's it's an entire house <laughs> and and it has space and it has nature around and i think that's really important for me so it's i guess it's good that i i finally know that because i've always wondered if I mean, I have always known that I loved this, uh, the city and I've always known that I needed nature, but I've always wondered if I was capable of like living far away from a city because obviously the city has everything that you need. There's hospitals, there's schools, there's um, grocery stores everywhere, big ones, like smaller ones. There's restaurants you can order in. You have malls and you have stadiums and you have the movies like you can literally do everything and and in that sense I, I love living in the city but I just I don't like the noise anymore. I don't like the chaos at all <laughs> and being in Italy made me realize that. But yeah I, I kind of miss it already but I'm also glad that I'm back home because obviously there's so much that I want to create and, and being here and not having to take care of anyone or you know just being by myself also gives me a lot of space to work on my business and invest in other parts of my life more specifically 
community, friendships, and and myself, obviously, as always. So yeah, that was it for the little like life update. But basically today, I wanted to talk about the fact that I'm doing a little, I'm calling it romance detox. Uh, and I want to talk about this because I feel like, as always, my experience can be so valuable to you guys. Um, because I, I really do believe that I've struggled a lot in this department of my life, in my love life. And, and I'm finally starting to have enough space internally and externally that I'm realizing a lot of things that I need to work through. And I don't even know what those are at this point, right? But I know that this is important for me and I want to kind of explain how I got to this place and why I think it's important for me to do this and what exactly do I mean by detox. Um, and so everything about romance and if you struggled with this area of your life with your you know, partnerships and your romantic life, then I really think this episode can be of value to you. Because basically, something that I've realized this summer, and to give you some context, I've been doing celibacy for the entire summer, and it really did give me a lot of space to understand a lot of things, not only about my emotional desires, but my physical desires, and how those two sometimes intertwine, and and just not being able to give myself pleasure in that way, it kind of made me have to face all the feelings of desire, but also loneliness, neediness, like the, the need for physical touch, the need for love, the need for a partner, the need for someone to care for me, hold me, all these things, they were very much highlighted during this period of my life because not only am I single right now for the first time in like, uh, I don't even know, like 10 years maybe, not only that, but also the fact that I was doing syllabacy, I wasn't even like, you know, talking to anyone. I wasn't really uh, just engaging with anyone at all. And, and so I say that there was no love interest, right? And usually there is. Usually I bounce from one person to the other. And obviously while I was seven years with a person even in the moments that we were off there was always someone not necessarily on a romantic level but there was always something to distract me if that makes sense like there was always a guy that i was either having sex with or flirting with or just kind of curious about there was always someone or i was just so heartbroken that i was completely focused on my ex and and so there was always something there was always some kind of love romance storyline going on in my life which was main taking most of my time most of my energy um and most of my focus and priority like it was all going towards romance in my life and it's been like that since i can remember to be honest like since i was a kid i've always had crushes like we, we all do right uh or most of us i'm guessing and I, I've always been like, oh my god, I like this guy, and I like that, uh, and it was either me falling in love with someone, me having a crush on someone, uh, me starting to date someone, or me getting over someone and being heartbroken over someone, but it was always about someone else, there was always someone else in my story, 
that would take all the focus away. And it wasn't about the person, it was actually about me. So what I realized is, uh, yeah, uh, there's airplanes, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, I'm back here, so nothing I can do about it. Um, but basically, what I realized as I was, you know, spending the summer in Italy, is that my entire life I've used my love life to distract myself from everything else going on literally it's always been a distraction it's always been a way for me to escape my reality and just be in a dream reality they dream life instead of being present in the moment and i think that started with you know having a really toxic abusive dysfunctional household and not feeling really safe there and i think i used all these love stories romance stories to just kind of go into another reality and and not be present in what what was going on in my house and also in my school at a certain point because i wasn't really a popular kid i like at all i was either the weird or quiet kid but it was always like i i, I was always the person that didn't fit in uh and so i didn't really feel that safe in school either and and i think i use romance to just escape my reality to just live in a fantasy it's like how you do when you read you know books or you spend your entire time uh watching netflix you're just completely like trying to escape that and that's what i realized i spent my entire life trying to run away from my reality and for a while i needed that you know like i really needed that to survive that's just the truth because Romance gave me hope, hope of something better, hope of something more, hope that someone could love me and someone could support me, that that love was real and that unconditional love could be a thing because obviously I never felt that growing up with my parents. I mean, I know they did, they did love me in the best way they could, but but still, obviously, as a kid, you don't have the perspective that you have as an adult and and so for me it just wasn't enough and i always felt like i wasn't loved by them and even worse maybe even hated by them in so many moments of my life and romance allowed me to keep going to have that strength to like you know my life is a movie there's someone that's gonna save me you know those stories those narratives i needed them because I wasn't strong enough as a kid to to pick myself up, you know? I, I was too young, uh, too unaware, and too emotionally immature to understand how to be there for myself and how to save myself. And so I always put that hope in, someone will save me. And this was very subconscious like i wasn't literally thinking oh my god i want someone to save me only like sometimes but for but for the most part it was a very subconscious thing i was not aware that this was going on or that it was so meaningful that i was actually waiting for someone to save me and my entire life i've looked for that person and i've been in a few partnerships like um 
with around maybe three, four people, some more serious than others. Obviously, there was my seven-year ex, and before that, there was also a one-year-and-a-half ex. <laughs> and before that, there were exes, but, you know, I was younger. So you know what that is. It's like holding hands type of shit. It's not like an actual partnership like it is nowadays. But... But all of those were stories. Like if you go through my journals, which she <laughs> won't, but if you if you were to go through my journals, most of it was about a guy. It was about like either being confused about two guys or starting to uh, romanticize a specific person. It was always about romanticizing romance, romanticizing my love life, romanticizing someone as like, oh my god, this person is incredible, putting them on the pedestal, um, making it my entire identity to like either like them or go after them or overcome them. And it would take my entire life. It would consume me. And again, that was important for me, but like up until a certain point, because after that, it started being very intoxicating. I lost many friendships because of it, because I was living for romance. I sacrificed so many things in my life, especially myself, because I wanted to make my love life work and I wanted to believe in, in love and romance so, so much that I wasn't willing to give up on it, even if it meant sacrificing myself, even if it meant disrespecting myself and losing myself in the process. I would completely lose myself in the process. I would obsess over someone, like, even if they, they wouldn't notice, but I would obsess completely over them. Like, I would be thinking about them all day, like, nonstop. I would just literally make up stories in my head. Like, maybe we just met, but I was already, like, picturing our entire future together. <laughs> I mean, I've always, I've always known that I was a hopeless romantic, and I, I know that, like, I love romance for many reasons it's not just because i'm addicted to it but i do know that there is somewhat of an addiction to it there is a pattern to it that i always go back to to like holding on to romance or the idea of romance when i feel the most um unsafe or unbalanced and when i feel like i need to hold on to some form of hope instead of going back to myself and and figuring out by supporting myself, it's much easier for me to go into the fantasy and just daydream about someone. And obviously that's not good, especially now that I'm single. And the person that I daydream about when this shit happens is someone that I don't want anymore and someone that doesn't want me anymore. Someone that is long, long gone. And I don't mean my ex, okay? So don't worry. My seven-year ex is for sure... I've moved on uh, at, like completely but the last person I was with um, it's a bit different because you know I haven't been with someone new for the past six no seven months yeah almost eight months now and and it's crazy because if it was in any other period of my life I would have been with someone I, I would have probably I would probably be dating someone right now and I'm not. I I created space because I realized that I needed it and because I realized that 
I wasn't choosing my partners from a, an empowered place of I know what I want, I know what I desire, and I will only accept this. I will not uh, disrespect my standards, my boundaries, my desires for just the idea that I need someone to fix me or I need someone to to fill my life and fill my cup. I need to figure out how to do that for myself because I know that I, I don't want to settle anymore. That's just the truth. I've gained so much self-respect for myself and I've worked so fucking hard on myself. I've done so much shadow work and inner work to really like understand my wounds and, and and support myself emotionally, physically, mentally. Like I've been there for myself day in and day out for the past almost two years. And I'm not willing to sacrifice everything that I've built, the inner structure that I've created for the idea of romance and the Prince Charming that is gonna come here and save me. I'm not gonna sacrifice that for a boy i want a man i know exactly who i'm looking for or who i'm expecting because <laughs> i'm not really looking for anyone but but i know what i'm worth you know and there's this thing about you know your standards can't be too high because how am i gonna find someone if i'm like rejecting everyone that is normal or acceptable but the truth is i don't want an acceptable normal life I want to thrive. I want to feel so fucking horny for this person, not just on a physical level, but on a spiritual level. I want to crave this person so badly, but also feel so honored and desired and, and almost worshipped in a relationship. I know the type of relationship that I desire, and I know it's not a coincidence. I know it's not a coincidence, too, that although there is somewhat of a romance like addiction and obsession, I also know that it's not a coincidence that I crave that in my life. You know? I know that my soul desires that because it is part of my journey, my spiritual journey is part of my life's journey to find that person and to find the love that I've always desired, but not from a place of I need it and if I don't have it, I'm gonna die or my life is pointless and there's no meaning to it. But getting to a place where I have the meaning, I have the purpose, and it's not because of someone, but it's because that it's because I did it for myself. I know that that person is gonna come to my life, and it's gonna be amazing. I can't even I, I have no idea how it's gonna be, but from everything else that I've experienced in my life, I know and I trust that the person that is coming my way, is gonna be the love of my life besides myself obviously we're not even gonna go there i'm always first and that is not even a like a question for me anymore i always put myself first i need to do that even if sometimes it takes me a little longer to get there ultimately i will always choose myself because i know the price that i've paid for not choosing myself i know the price that everyone pays for not choosing themselves so i'm here committed to myself choosing myself but i will not accept anyone that is not willing to choose me mind body and soul i want someone that knows they want me they're willing to do the work they're willing to commit they're willing to nurture 
they're willing to rise to the occasion and that they're a man like I don't want a boy I don't want a kid I don't want someone immature I want someone that already has their own filled cup because they're doing that work themselves and I want to join forces you know but I don't want that storyline of you complete me I complete you it doesn't mean that someone else can't feel like home but I also know that home will always be where I am and I can create a home wherever I am whenever right like this is something that is very important for me because again my entire life I've lived in a reality what I where I thought I needed to, to be saved and I was the damsel in distress or I was the victim and I needed people to pity me so they could save me and so they could rescue me specifically a guy and although that story is really cute and beautiful and whatever that's not the story that I want for my life because I don't want to be the damsel in distress. I want to know how to save myself. I want to know how to pick myself back up no matter how many times I fall, no matter how dirty it gets. But I want to know that I'm capable of doing that for myself. Because if I'm dependent, so I don't mean that I can't rely on other people. So those are two different things. Like I want to be able to rely on the people around me and I'm choosing the right people to be around me because I want to be able to rely on them to trust them very deeply and that's what I'm doing by investing in my community which is something that I'm going to be focusing on now that I'm here back in Lisbon but one thing is to rely another thing is to depend on someone and I don't want to do that unless it's my truth for some reason which it isn't I want to make sure that most importantly I am looking after myself that I got myself that no matter what happens I know that I can always come back home to myself and obviously that wasn't the case well until now <laughs> you know in my last partnership with my ex with my seven year ex I spent the entire relationship just feeling like i needed him and i did that's the truth and and in a way i'm so grateful that he was in my life because i know at that point in my life although he did harm me so much but i also needed him because he brought me comfort and he made me feel safe enough to explore other things in my life that that wouldn't have been possible without him and i know that's the truth because i know myself and i know that him being in my life was not a coincidence and it was not just because I needed to learn some lessons it was also because I needed to grow and usually for you to grow you need to be in a like kind of safe space it can't be safe enough that you're completely accommodated and you don't want to grow but it can't be unsafe enough that you're focused on surviving and so for me being in that relationship brought me enough safety that I felt like I could explore other things in my life specifically my career but still every time we would break up I would be like I can't live without this person and it felt like I was dying that's the truth it felt like I was dying um like it was the the hardest thing that that I've ever done was the process of breaking up with my ex it was really really hard like it literally took all of my energy to do it all of it <laughs> I was 
so so heartbroken after that and and i think it's so funny because although i spent my entire life fantasizing about romance i also know now that i spent my entire life trying to hold on to the idea that it was possible and it could be real because deep down i think a part of me doesn't believe that the love i desire that the partnership i i desire is really out there for me because it feels too good to be true i mean my parents divorced when i was around 10 years old which was the best thing that ever happened to me to be honest um that might sound weird but for real like i i always knew that well not always always but but as i was growing up in that household with two of them <laughs> not just one of them it was really intense and i i knew that they needed to to separate so that was actually a good thing to me but I think the kid in me that wanted to believe in romance wondered more and more if what I wanted was possible. And every partnership that I've been in made me wonder and question that even more because I mean, I've spent 7 years <laughs> with someone and it ended and it made me feel so defeated mainly because I was like, how can I believe in love at this point? How can I believe that the one exists, that my happily ever after is coming. That's all that's that's always what I've been fantasizing about. And I know that there's so many other things that make me happy, especially nowadays. I'm so aware of that. Like there's so many reasons that I'm so grateful to be alive and to exist and so many things that excite me. But I also know that I'm a lover. I love love. I love romance. My favorite movies are rom-coms for a reason. I just love being in love. I love cuddling and I love sex and I love everything that is a partnership. I even love the hard parts, you know? <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for, for romance. That's just the truth. And again, I don't think that's a coincidence. There's something that I've heard a while, while ago which is our desires are not coincidences. Our desires are literally like soul cravings. It's it's guidance for what we are supposed to to like create in this lifetime and for what we're supposed to follow. I know that I desire romance, a big big romance for a reason. I desire a lifetime partnership for a reason. I want to grow up and grow old with someone and I want to create something that feels like it's really a partnership, like we're a team, we're family. I want that. I desire that so much and I'm not taking that away. And it's so hard for me at this point still to, to deal with kind of the, um, how do you say it? when two things <laughs> don't go together uh pro with the paradox yeah <laughs> thank you thank you me basically it's so hard for me to to understand the paradox between knowing that i don't need someone but also knowing that i i desire someone <laughs> knowing that i can live without a romantic partner for my entire life but also knowing that it's something that i desire and understanding the balance between being a sucker for romance 
and being dependent on it. Like it's a very fine, thin line and it's something that I'm learning to navigate. And and for me, what I've realized is that the only way for me to navigate this is to take a break. <laughs> it's to give myself space because every single time it has been like I've only overcame people by focusing on someone else, which makes me wonder, did I actually move on from all of my exes or did I just move in kind of <laughs> with someone else? And my last you know, uh, relationship with my ex, I mean, it was seven years and, and for a whole year that I was trying to break up with him, I feel like I did do a lot of inner work and, and it helped me release a lot of things. And I know that I needed the person that came after that to believe in love and to make me feel like what I craved was real and it was possible because this person, I, I call him Alex in these episodes, you probably have heard his name here and there. It's not his real name, but that's the name I give him. But basically, being with Alex and, and, and like witnessing, experiencing that love that which felt like the like the most real love I've ever felt in my life it felt so real and it was so real like I know it mind body and soul that that was the most unconditional love I've ever experienced besides well maybe even more than myself if I'm being honest <laughs> I I feel like I am getting there but it it was over like it was just not human you know like it was so magical so spiritual and and it was beautiful and and going back although i kind of regret engaging with someone that never really wanted a partnership and realizing that deep down i always wanted that but i wasn't being honest with myself that i did but I know that was a mistake, but at the same time, I don't regret making it. And if I were to come back again, to come back to that place, I think I would have done the exact same choices because ultimately I needed that hope because I, I had been so hurt, so betrayed that I was literally giving up on something that is probably one of my biggest desires in life. And he made me realize that it was possible. But with him being gone, it made me question again. And every time someone leaves, it makes me question if I will ever find the one, if the one is even a thing, if it's all a fantasy and I'm just silly, <laughs> if it's all a, a brainwashing thing from the movies, if everyone just has to like leave me eventually, if even if I marry someone, I'm going to divorce them, like all these things cross my mind and it's scary you know it's scary just the same way as every time I wonder if I'm doing the right things in my business I I wonder like okay is is this the right path will I get to the financial abundance safety and and um independence that I'm looking for and that I desire or will it always like continue in this place right like these are regular questions that we ask when we have never experienced the things that we desire either because it wasn't present in our childhoods or it was always something that people told us that we couldn't have 
or that we were we would be bad people for having it or for wanting it like whatever it is but there's a part of us that doesn't fully like welcome that or doesn't fully believe and know that it is possible and it is available for you and no matter how small it is when something happens like someone leaving me for example it makes me question that every single time it makes me question that and and it's really frustrating it's really frustrating and scary but but that's exactly why i realized that i needed this time to really be with myself and figure out who i am without someone by my side because it has always been about me like doing things for someone else for seven years i lived my life conditioned by someone else and obviously it was my choice i'm not saying that like he forced me or or like influenced me or manipulated me into choosing the relationship over choosing myself it was all me i'm sure it was all me because i wanted it so badly and i didn't want to lose it um but basically like so many of my choices were conditioned by being in a partnership even with alex although we weren't in an official partnership like i know that if we were still together right now i would have never gone to italy i also know that i would have been very very um just what's the word? i would have i wouldn't be fully open to traveling and going to bali which is something that i've been thinking about for a while i would be very close to all of those opportunities because i wanted my i would have wanted my relationship to work and to just survive and so i would sacrifice so many of my goals and plans in order for for me to hold on to that relationship so deep down like what i what i got at the realization that hit me during the summer was this is the first time i'm actually doing things for me and i wonder where i can go <laughs> i wonder how much i can fly when there's nothing holding me back because my friends don't really hold me back like I, i can go anywhere and i i know that they're here for me but when it's romance it's home it's like having a house you know like you don't want to leave it behind because like it has everything that belongs to you you know and and so it it's always been in the way of me discovering all these different areas of my life and i know that now it's the best opportunity for me to do so so what i decided is that i'm giving myself a year of not really going after romance so what i mean by that and i do want to be clear about this i'm not saying that i'm going to be fully close to people so for example i'm going to start going to more events uh in the next few months going to more circles and more just more events in general maybe even yoga classes and stuff like that and if i come across men that are nice and kind i'm not saying that i will completely reject them right away but what i am saying is that i'm not going to go out of my way to make that happen so i'm not going to go to any dating websites or apps i'm not gonna like reach out to a random person or reach out to the people that i've already known i'm not gonna make that a priority at all right now if it happens i'm gonna let it happen because i know that it will happen and i'm not sure when but i am sure that 
the person that I desire is walking my way and I have no idea when they're coming and when we're gonna meet but I know it's gonna be eventually or maybe soon whatever soon means in the spiritual realm but but my point being that I want to be open to it so I'm not gonna close every door I'm just gonna stay open but I'm not gonna chase after it right I'm just gonna continue focusing on myself nurturing myself finding my community finding my people finding more meaning and purpose without that person without romance and and see where it takes me that's what i need right now and i'm already dating myself in a way you know i'm already i know i can give myself the pleasure i know i can give myself the good treatment i know i can look after myself so well so i know i don't need romance anymore and also being in italy made me realize this a lot because for a big portion of it it was because i wanted to escape thinking about alex so much but what it made me realize is that i didn't need him in the first place i was just holding on to him because i was holding on to the idea of romance and and the idea that there is the one and i'm not gonna sit here and say there isn't or there is i actually don't know guys <laughs> so so I don't want to tell you the right answer. Maybe some of you will say, you know, there's no such thing. Maybe some of you will say, I believe there is. Maybe it depends from person to person and from soul mission to soul mission. I actually don't know, but it doesn't matter. What matters is that whatever happens in my life, you know, wherever I am, whatever is happening, whatever the circumstances are, I know there's one thing that will always be true, which is, I want to make the most out of my life. I want to enjoy myself the best I can. I want my life to have meaning and be exciting. Whether there's someone in it, or I'm alone, or I have friends, or I have community. Whether I'm going through a breakup, or I'm literally falling in love. Whether I'm traveling, or I'm at home. It doesn't matter. I want to find ways that my life can mean something to me. Because I don't want to like be one day close to dying or on my deathbed and wonder what my life could have been if I had just done something. If I had just put myself out there, if I had just believed in myself and if I had just realized that everything was available for me and I never actually tried. I do not want to be that person. I refuse to be that person. I want to know every day that I made the right choices for myself, for my future, and to enjoy myself the most. And that doesn't mean that every day I'm doing something new. It doesn't mean that I'm chasing after adrenaline and exploring every single day. I do find that for me the balance between exploring life and trying new things and also being comfortable being at home not doing anything i like that balance i need it but i want i want it to be for me i want to do it for me for the fucking first time you know it's the first time i'm doing things for myself and the truth is it felt so scary to accept that this is where I was heading to because this realization kind of started hitting me midsummer, um, 
and I realized I think I really need space to discover who I am and I've been kind of just resisting this uh, journey of being single because it feels so scary because I've never really been single not truly I've always had something going on someone in my mind someone in my heart or I was in pain over someone but even being heartbroken felt better than or more comfortable maybe that's the best way to put it it obviously didn't feel better but it felt more comfortable than being by myself and figuring it out and and seeing what my life can look like when I'm my own person and I don't need anyone to make me feel like I can romanticize my life and I can feel meaning and I can like view my life through rose-colored glasses romanticize everything and and to see so many colors even if I'm not in love with someone and that has been really important to me and and at first it made me feel really uncomfortable but let me tell you something it's actually really comfortable right now like i just feel ready to go on this journey obviously there are some days that it's it's harder than others like i miss touch i i miss someone holding me i miss cuddling with someone i miss sex i miss sex so much guys like you have no idea i i literally miss i hope look if my dad is listening to this please please just stop listening because <laughs> i'm gonna be explicit but like i literally just miss being penetrated i swear i do i miss like someone holding my ass and grabbing me so fucking tightly almost like hurting me like i miss that animal desire i miss just you know i miss that oh my god just thinking about this <laughs> I literally miss all of it. I I miss the, like the deep talks and I I miss being in love. I miss that. Obviously, I want that for sure. But I also know that this part of my life I might never have again. And I want to make the most out of it. I want this to be intentionally me making space for a part of me that I haven't been able to see before which is who can I become when I'm not holding back who can I become when living for someone else or something else isn't my priority anymore and when the only priority is actually living for me and I'm so fucking curious about it like I'm excited and after experiencing so many challenges in Italy and, and adversity and, and, you know, being by myself for three months, I really understood, you know, I can do this. I, I can totally do this. I have, I have worked on myself enough that I can, I can be there for me. I'm not, I'm not that scared anymore about being single. Even if it takes me one year or two or three, obviously, more than that, it's starting to get a bit scarier, but but I know I can do it. And I know I need to learn so many things about myself that only having this space can teach me. Up until now, I've needed guys and partners to teach me the things that I needed to, to, to be taught. And so there was always someone coming in. And now there's a new cycle beginning in my life where 
for me to learn and expand and break whatever patterns I need to break, I need the actual opposite. And I'm ready for it. Although, as I said, sometimes I feel needy. And I don't know how I'm going to deal with that yet. I guess I'm just going to stay with myself and, you know, hold myself and, and, and whatever. I, I don't know how it's going to feel to be like, like that for a year. I have no idea. But it's the truth is, it's been eight months since I've been on my own. But more precisely, it's been maybe two, three months since I've been like... I've been feeling like I'm actually single because up until then it was literally just daydreaming about someone that wasn't in my life anymore so it still felt like I was living in a romance story but right now it feels like I'm living a completely different season of my life. I've been calling this the third season. The first season was my first ex, my first like big ex. The second season was Alex and everything that happened then. And now the third season of my life is coming and it's literally like it's about my career, it's about growing on other in other areas of my life, it's about discovering myself, it's about adulthood and I'm excited for it. So that was it for today, guys. I hope you liked it. I really wanted to share this with you. As usual, I I just I hope that you could take something of value of this conversation. I actually wasn't planning on doing a full-ass episode for you guys, but I guess it just felt right. And thank you so much for listening to me. Let me know that you are. You can tag me on my uh, on, on your IG stories, Instagram stories, and tag me. Be a Rodriguez official. <laughs> You can also just follow the show and make sure that you don't miss out on the weekly episodes that are coming out. And that's it, guys. Talk to you very, very soon. Bye.